Hello and welcome to the Sacred City Life Podcast. This is your host, Pastor Justin Dean. This podcast is all about helping you follow Jesus in the everyday, normal rhythms of life. And today we are doing the segment of the podcast we call Theology for Everyone. We are working our way through the Westminster Confession of Faith. Right now we are in chapter 16 looking at good works. On the podcast today, I've got our deacon of Sacred City Youth, Alex Tate. How's it going, guys? And my pastoral assistant, Kevin Knorr. Hey, guys. We are on in Article 5 on good works. Kevin, you want to go ahead and read that for us? Absolutely. We cannot, by our best works, merit pardon of sin or eternal life at the hand of God by reason of the great disproportion that is between them and the glory to come and the infinite distance that is between us and God, whom, by them, we can neither profit nor satisfy for the debt of our former sins. But when we have done all we can, we have done but our duty and our unprofitable servants, and because, as they are good, they proceed from his spirit, and as they are wrought by us, they are defiled and mixed with so much weakness and imperfection that they cannot endure the severity of God's judgment. Wow. Super cheerful. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. We cannot, by our best works, merit, that means earn, pardon of sin, so that no one can be forgiven through their own works. Yeah. Mm. They can't be good enough. They can't do enough good deeds. Mm-hmm. They can't merit eternal life at the hand of God. By reason of the great disproportion that is between them and the glory to come. So we are finite. We are, uh, and and God is infinite. We are um, finite. God is eternal, right? So we, in our good works, they are really small. And God in his glory in heaven and its eternalness is really big. So we can can never earn our way there, okay? And the infinite distance that is between us and God, whom by them we can neither profit nor satisfy for the debt of our former sins. Okay, do we have a text for that? Yes, uh, Romans 3, 20. For by works of the law, no human being will be justified in the sight since since through the law comes knowledge of sin. All right, so... Our good works, even though they could be, from the outside, could be perceived as good, mm-hmm. um, every good work done outside of faith, and well, every good work is still going to be laced with sin, okay? So think about your good work as a cookie, mm-hmm. all right? Now, there's only just, a sp- I just sprinkled a little bit of rat poison in there. You could say that that cookie is mostly good. Right? Mm-hmm. right, but is that cookie good? No. no, no, that cookie will kill you. Right? Our good works are the same way to God. They are you from the outside. Oh yeah, that looks good. You helped that lady across the road, but you did that because you did that, and you were annoyed when you did it because you were late, but you knew you needed to do it because it's a good work. All right. Mm-hmm. So you were being, you're you're doing it, but you're still selfish. Had a selfish or a bad attitude in it. Yeah. That little bit of sin in that is like rat poison, okay? Mm-hmm. It, it ruins the whole work all the way through. Yeah. By the, also, because of our sins, we owe God $5 billion, right? Our good works are like offering him $5, yeah. 
Can, there's no way it could pay. And then it's like offering God $5 and then saying, can I borrow 10 more? Mm. Right? Because we're constantly going into further and further debt yeah. because of our sin. Yeah. So we, in our own works, we can never profit nor satisfy for the debt of our former sins. But when we have done all we can, we have done but our duty and are unprofitable servants. Mm-hmm. Okay, what this means here, if I do a good work, if I come over to your house and I mow your, mow your yard, right? I've done a good work for you and, you, and now you owe me, mm-hmm. right? Whether money, whether a beer, whether a cigar, whether whatever, you, or just a thank you, you owe me, right? Mm-hmm. I put you in my debt. Our good works are never good enough to deserve anything from God. Mm. They're not, they don't merit anything. They don't profit us anything. God, when we do a good work, God does not go, okay, now I have to bless them because they did right. a good work. Now I owe them a good life. Now mm. I owe them blessing and all these different things. No, when we do our good deeds that God commands us, we're doing our duty. Mm. Yeah. We're merely doing our duty. Mm-hmm. Why do you think it's so hard for so many people to like receive something? Oh man! Because even in the, in the church, you know, there's so many people that want to be givers. Oh, I want to love. I want to bless. I want to do all these things. But when it's time for them to receive something, it's no. I don't want to. Yeah, wanna. we we don't want to feel less than. Mm. We want to look at the other person and say, "I'm just as good as you." Mm. Right, I'm yeah. just as good as you, and uh, if I have to ask for help, if I need help, or if somebody comes and helps me, somehow inherently, I'm maybe believing or saying, or maybe they think that that I'm not as good as they are. Mm. Wow. Um, okay, so keep going, and because as they are good, they proceed from the Holy Spirit. Okay, so even when we do good works, even though they're laced with sin, they're coming from the Holy Spirit. They're mm. actually not originating in us. So it wasn't our idea to buy that person coffee or to pray for that person or to text that person, the Holy Spirit gave us, prompted us there. So the Holy Spirit, since he put it in our brain, he encouraged us to do it. Holy Spirit gets credit for it. But the way you describe it is as if everybody has the Holy Spirit. No, this is not people outside of Christ. Right now oh, we're talking okay, about okay. Yeah, people, it, people who are already forgiven of their sin and already in Christ. Okay. So, yeah. so the person who helps the old lady across the street, even though they're annoyed, the good part of that work comes from the Holy Spirit. Is that correct? But there, no, I don't think so. Response. No, no, no. That good, we would say that good work comes from the common grace of God. Mm, okay, it comes oh. from the common grace of God. That's good. Um, th- yeah, I don't think the Holy Spirit would be prompting or moving upon somebody who's not a Christian. I'm trying to think. Well, so I'm thinking you're a Christian. So your scenario when you started out, you said if you help an old lady across the street. But you're really annoyed because yeah, yeah. you're running behind or whatever. Oh, if you're a Christian yeah. and you do that, yeah. yes, I would say that's the Holy Spirit doing that. But if you're a non-Christian and you're helping a lady across the road, I'm just I'm saying that's the that's the common grace of God. Yeah, would agree. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they proceed from the Holy Spirit. We got a text for that. Galatians five twenty two. Mm-hmm. Yes, Galatians five twenty two. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Okay, so that when we do any of those things, we could say that it's the Spirit at work in us. Mm-hmm. Okay, and as they are wrought by us, they are defiled. <laughs> right? 
and mixed with so much weakness and imperfection that they cannot endure the severity of God's judgment. Mm. Text on that. Got two of them. Isaiah? We have all become like one, like the one who is unclean, and all our unrighteous deeds are like a plotted garment. Polluted. Polluted garment. We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities like the wind take us away. Okay. So our righteous deeds are like a polluted garment. And that text is being very explicit, and it's speaking of a menstrual rag, Mm -hmm. an Old Testament menstrual rag from a woman. That's what our good works Mm. look like to God. Mm. Polluted, disgusting, and tainted, and not holy. And so therefore, they cannot endure God's judgment. So Mm. we would be pitied if we were standing in our own righteousness, in our own works righteousness. But thanks be to God, we've been given an alien righteousness through Jesus Christ. Yeah. Jesus puts his works on us, yeah. so now God sees us yeah. through his works. Article 6. Notwithstanding the persons of believe, the persons of believers being accepted through Christ, their good works also are accepted in him. So, okay, I'll keep going. Not as though they were in this life holy, unblameable, and unreprovable in God's sight, but that he, looking upon them in his Son, is pleased to accept and reward that which is sincere, Mm. although accompanied with many weaknesses and imperfections. Mm. So here, the Westminster Divines are saying, when you are in Christ and you've been accepted in Christ and God has put his Christ's righteousness on you, when you do good works, God is accepting those works. Mm. They're not salvific in any way. They're not earning you right standing, Mm -hmm. but he's pleased to see it. It's the spirit working in you. You're being obedient to him. And even though they're not righteous or moral all the way down, he's pleased to accept and reward those works that are sincere, even though they're done in weakness and imperfections. Yeah. So this is how we can reap what we sow. Like, and it's not just all negative, you know what right. I mean? But we can actually, when we when we give, he can bless us and, and give back to us and have our cup run it, runneth over, yeah. right? But those blessings might not look like what we may think and imagine in our heads. They might right? not. Okay. They might not. Yeah. But then a lot of times they will. So God promises if we uh, obey him and we put him first and we... Uh, you know, we teach our children that he that he says that that they, that they will if they're trained in the way that they should go, they won't depart from it when they mm-hmm. when they grow up. You know, it's not saying that it's a guarantee, but it's it's common, right? Mm-hmm. It's normal for a child who's trained in the way of the Lord and taught from a Christian worldview to grow up and become a Christian. That's and follow Jesus. Yeah. That's the normal pattern. That's part of a, the blessing yeah. of obedience. Mm-hmm. You could call it the Abrahamic blessing, yeah. right? Or Deuteronomic blessing. Deuteronomic blessings. Let's go to the last one. Article 7. Works done by unregenerate men. Here we go. Although, for the matter of them, they may be things which God commands and of good use both to themselves and others, yet because they proceed not from a heart purified by faith, nor are done in a right manner according to the word, nor to a right end, the glory of God, they are therefore sinful and cannot please God or make a man meet to receive grace from God, and yet their neglect of them is more sinful and displeasing unto God. 
Mm. All right, so here we have the difference. The unregenerate man, the man who does not have the heart of Christ, is not born again, can do some good things. Mm -hmm. Could love their wife, Mm -hmm. can love their children, could help an old lady across the road, right? They can do good, use both to themselves and others, okay? So they can do good things. Yet, those good deeds are not proceeding from a heart purified by faith. Mm -hmm. So faith isn't motivating their obedience. Therefore, they are a dead work. What's the text there for? um, That's Hebrews 11.6. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Okay. Nor are done in a right manner according to the word. So they might be doing something that the Bible commends in one area, but it's not coming from faith, nor is it being done in obedience to the word. We have a text for that one. Um, yes. Have you seen how Ahab has humbled himself before me? Because he has humbled himself before me. I will not bring the disaster in his days, but in the son's days, I will bring the disaster upon his house. What was that? I th- then I have another one here, um, 1 Corinthians 13. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Okay, boom. So you can give away everything you got. You can do all these good works, but if you have not love, mm. you're nothing. Mm-hmm. And you can't have love without, you can't have the love of God right? Agape love without faith. Yeah. So right. you're not going to get that. And then secondly, nor to a right end, the glory of God. So imagine this. The, our, the good works of an unregenerate man, they don't begin with faith. They're not done obedient in obedience to the word of God. Yeah. And they're not done for the end of the glory of God. They're not go- done ultimately for God's glory. They're probably done for their un- own glory. Right? Yeah. And so therefore, they are sinful. Uh, uh, we got a text for that one? Matthew 16. Yeah. Matthew 6 here. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you, as the, as the, one second here, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received the reward. Okay, so these these folks were wanting to do good works to be seen by others Mm -hmm. for their own glory, for their own pride. And Mm -hmm. Jesus says, woe is you, right? You're not doing it for the glory of God. And they are therefore sinful and cannot please God or make a man meet to receive the grace of God or ready to receive the grace from God. uh, What do we have there? Amos 5, 22 and 23. Even though you offer me your burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. And the peace offerings of your fattened animals, I will not look upon them. Take away from me the noise of your songs to the melody of your harps. I will not listen. Mm. So because these things were done not by faith, not according to the word, not for the glory of God, all of these rituals, all of these ceremonies, all of these good works, mm. God said, I won't even listen to. Yep. Mm. I'm not even going to pay attention to. Yeah. I hate these things. I hate mm-hmm. your feasts. Mm. And yet, their neglect of them is more sinful and displeasing unto God. Matthew twenty three twenty three, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you tithe mint and dill and cumin and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice and mercy and faithfulness. 
These you ought to have done without neglecting the others. Okay, there we go. So an unregenerate man when they, or woman, when they do good works, um, God does not accept those works. Mm-hmm. They are sinful. They're done for their own glory. Mm-hmm. They're done not according to the word of God. They're done not by faith. So they're sinful. But the greater sin is when they don't do those things. Mm-hmm. The greater sin is to not do those good works. And they're mm-hmm. judged for that as well. So in that text, we see, yeah, yeah, you were tithing. That's good. That's good. You should have done that. But you shouldn't have neglected justice, yeah. right? Love and justice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so that's, that's a greater sin. That's a greater sin. So again, good works do not get you into the grace of God. Good works do not earn any righteousness for us. Good works do not make, does not make God love us anymore. And yet good works are, are required for the Christian. Mm-hmm. We are all still under the moral law of God. We're st- still all required to love our neighbor, to love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, to not steal, to not kill, to not murder, to not cheat on our wife, to not envy or covet our neighbor's goods. You can go through all of the moral law of the Old Testament. We are still responsible to obey God. Yeah. But our obedience to God is not earning our righteousness in any way. Yeah. And when we obey God... If you're a Christian, the, res- the the reason you're obeying God is from the Holy Spirit. The yeah. Holy Spirit gets the credit for that. And God will accept your good works if they're done in Christ by faith, according to the word, for the glory of God. Yeah. Right? And so go- are good works important? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They will know us by our love for one another. They will know us by our fruit. The fruit of our salvation is looks like good works yeah. done in the world. And so uh, we want to be Christians known for our good works, mm-hmm. right? We want to be out in the world doing good works, loving our brothers and sisters, loving our pastors, loving our parishioners, loving our MC leaders, loving our MC members, loving our neighbors, mm-hmm. and even loving our enemies when God brings them into our path. Yeah. So, you guys got any questions or thoughts? Well, I'm just thinking the Christians are required to do good works, but we're equipped to do good works by the Holy Spirit. So just hopefully a word of encouragement that it's not just the legalistic, oh, I have this, you know, I know that I should give or I know that I should help this person. It's the Holy Spirit is giving you the ability to do these things Mm -hmm. and giving you the conviction to do these things rightly and giving you the conviction to repent of these things when you don't do them rightly. Mm. Yeah. I just think that's, that's a big thing that sets us apart as Christians from the rest of the world. Sure. Absolutely. We have the spirit, we have the word. Yeah. And the word is living and active in Mm -hmm. us and it's meant to be changing us and motivating us for mission. Mm -hmm. And we are meant to be obeying the word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that when it says to go love your neighbor, it doesn't mean to feel some feeling. It means to go be kind. Yeah. It means to go help them. Mm-hmm. It means to invite them to church. It means to sacrifice. It means yeah. It, it looks a certain way. It doesn't mean just have a warm fuzzy for your neighbor. <laughs> um, when we're called to bear burdens with our church members, that means praying for our church members. That means knowing where they're struggling and helping them, walking them through, helping them, counseling them, teaching them the word of God, helping them with their children. Uh, it means all of these things. These, 
to, to live a Christian life means to be an active part inside the body of Christ, mm-hmm. bearing good works, yeah. doing good works. It's good. So, all right. That's it. A little bit short of our podcast this time. If you guys have any questions, email me, justinadine at sacredcitychurch.com. We hope this was a blessing to you. God bless. Talk to you soon.